Hi, and welcome to Chelemoji Chats. I'm your host, Liz Lee, otherwise known as Chelemoji, and I'm here to talk about tips and tools to help you on your cello journey. Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of Cello Emoji Chats. And in this episode, I thought it would be a great time to talk about checking your instrument uh, and things that you should pay attention to throughout the year uh, when it comes to maintaining things about your instrument. I don't know about the weather in where you're at right now, but I do know that where I'm at in Texas, the weather is just fluctuating a lot from extremely warm to extremely cold and then back to warm again. Um, The weather's kind of all over the place. Um, Currently, in other places, I know that it's snowing a whole lot, unusually. Um, But here, it's just this nice, sunny weather, and then it goes up pretty hot, and then probably by the end of the week, it drops again another, like, 30 degrees or so. So... So when it comes to using your cello, um, you might have noticed that your cello might be going out of tune more often, or um, you may notice that suddenly your strings just like pop off your cello. Um, And some people get a little bit freaked out by that, but it is actually somewhat normal because the wood expands and contracts with the heat and the cold and how dry a place may be versus uh, if it's super humid where you are. Um, All these things can definitely affect an instrument. Um, And unfortunately, the older slash more uh, delicate your instrument is, then the more it can be affected by the weather. Um, And I know a lot of people dread using the pegs or the large tuners on the cello because they can be somewhat um, difficult to get them to stay in place. But that is part of the instrument. Unfortunately, it's something that we have to deal with. If it becomes too much of a hassle, you can get uh, the pegs that are kind of like screws so that it's a lot easier to turn. Um, None of my cellos have them. I just have the traditional pegs in mine and Um, I've just become stronger, I guess, in terms of turning it and just being able to accommodate uh, the changes that happen. But there are also a few other things that you can do to keep your cello in kind of a nice temperature range. And I know I'm talking specifically about cellos because I'm a cello player, but this is pretty much applicable to any string instrument. Um... And it will just help keep your instrument in good shape for the long run. So first off, if you have a rental instrument, this doesn't exclude you either. I would definitely double check with the shop that you rented at. Like if you start to hear any weird things happening or your cello is just so out of tune, it's totally okay to bring it to the shop and be like, look, my cello just totally went out of whack. Um, And the beauty of the rental shops is it should be somewhat written into your rental agreement that they will do these like small maintenance things to try to um, fix it up and help you out so that you can continue on. And this is also true for bows uh, that you've rented. Um, If you're noticing that you can no longer tighten your bow enough to create the tension on the string, 
then it is time for the bow to be rehaired. Um, I think it's really important to understand that while you're turning the the um, the screw on the bow to tighten the hair, you shouldn't have to force it. If you find that you have to muscle your way to tightening the bow, then you should take it to the shop and just make sure that um, everything is okay and functional in the bow. Because the worst case scenario is that you could actually strip the screw and then what happens is the bow, you can't tighten at all. And that basically has to be rethreaded and um, it's just a big pain in the butt. So <laughs> make sure that you don't have to force it. And yeah, it's perfectly normal for a bow to get rehaired um, because over time that horsehair that's on the bow gets stretched out and then it no longer really tightens very well and you're just going to need to replace it. Or perhaps you're noticing that um, the hairs on your bow are just breaking a lot more often. Sometimes that can be a sign of uh, extreme temperature differences or it could just be a sign that the hair is very old and also needs to be replaced. So don't get too freaked out if you're noticing your bow is starting to lose a whole lot more hair, unless this is like a brand new bow or you just got it rehaired. Um, just uh, double check all of that. Okay, one of the things you should check for is if there are any cracks or openings in your instrument. And it is true, a lot of the times you can't really see if there's any cracks or openings, but Sometimes you can. Um, keep in mind that all of our wood instruments are held together by glue. And over time, the glue is lost um, and it gets faded away and there can be openings. Um, again, remembering the things that uh, wood instruments expand and contract. Um, it is definitely something that happens and is very common. I am, <laughs> unfortunately... Uh, a little bit lax in terms of checking my own instruments. Um, but it is something that you should check about like either once a year or once every six months. Just double check, you know, it, is there any like weird openings or weird things that are happening on your cello? You should double check that. Um, and then another way to tell if there are any openings on your cello is Take a listen to when you're playing. Are there any unusual buzzes that are suddenly popping up when you're playing cello? Um, or maybe your cello is squeaking a whole lot more. Sometimes I notice that when there are openings on my cello, it just, like, no matter how careful I am, it just makes all the strings squeak a lot more. Um, these are signs that, you know, if you're regularly playing your cello in good form and good contact and all of that, that... If it starts to make weird things that aren't typical, that perhaps you should take your instrument in to get it checked out. Um, I wish I could say all bad sounds are <laughs> due to like poor maintenance, but that's not the case. I'm just saying, say you are playing and every day it just sounds the same. And then slowly over time, you're noticing that um, you're no longer able to avoid these odd sounds on the instruments or one of the most obvious for sure is you start to hear buzzes like you're playing a string or a note and then all of a sudden the resonance uh, creates these weird buzzes that happen. That's definitely a sign that there needs to be some maintenance done on your instrument. 
Sometimes the buzzes can also be caused by uh, the wolf eliminators, if you have one on your cello. A wolf is those um, funny sounds that are usually found on either F natural, F sharp, or E. Um, and they often have little things that you either put on the string or you actually attach to the cello body itself. Um, and over time, they can get loose, uh, the ones on the strings at least. Um, I can't speak for the ones on the cello bodies because I'm not always totally sure how they work. I know some of them are magnetic and some of them are permanently attached. Um, but there are ones that you can attach to the G string itself. Sometimes it's found on other strings. And over time, that does get looser um, because the rubber inside basically starts to wear away from all the vibrations. So you should also double check that that screw that's holding uh, the wolf eliminator in place is nice and tight and it's not um, buzzing against anything. Sometimes uh, new strings, they come with like a little plastic tube that is meant to kind of be put on the bridge so that the string is actually resting on this little tube in the groove of the bridge. Um, again, these things, if A, you didn't see the plastic tube that could start to vibrate or um, say it's in the plastic tube, it could start to wear away, any number of things like that. So just be really careful um, if you do have this on your strings. If you don't have it, don't worry about it. Not every string comes with it, but some of them do. So next, in the winter, well, even in the summer, in general, you want to try to keep your instrument away from direct sunlight. Direct sunlight, even through a window pane, is quite warm. And it's like slowly applying an iron to your instrument, basically. It really can do damage. It can start to warp the wood. Um, it could make wrinkles in your varnish. Um, any number of things. So in general, keep it away from direct sunlight from the window. Don't leave it in the car. Um, some people say like, oh, I can leave it in the car because it's not too hot or not too cold. But in general, like half of the horror stories that I've heard is someone leaves it in the car and they either forget it or their car gets broken into or it's really hot and then they, t they didn't realize it and they take it out and, um, you know, their instrument is damaged. Um, in a way, perhaps it's a little bit extreme, but you kind of have to think of your cello a little bit like a, a living being. Um, like if you left your pet or your child in your car, like you have to really pay attention to what environment you're leaving it in um, because it can really do a lot of damage. Um, in the wintertime, it does get very dry. People turn on the heat um, or if you have a space heater. So it is good to try to maintain a certain level of humidity, which can be used by um, like humidifiers or things you can actually put in the instruments, these like green snaky looking things. Um, you could even just like wet a sponge, squeeze out all the excess water, put it in an open plastic bag and put it in your case just to create some like measure of humidity um you don't need dripping wet things but you do want to maintain a little bit of humidity again because the wood instrument is going to like that um, and it will just be helpful for maintaining the instrument in status quo um and in the summertime again it can get 
pretty dry as well too, but probably more an issue with uh, humidity in the summertime. So again, we don't leave it outside or in the car or in the sunlight. And also I've been noticing that a lot of people who keep instruments nearby vents, such as like vents where the heat comes out or the AC comes out, it can often affect the instrument as well. Um, This is especially true for those of you who store your instrument in like a cello stand. Um, I've been noticing a lot of my students lately, they've just been like, oh yeah, I keep my cello in a stand. And then they bring it to the lesson and it's just grossly out of tune um, because the cello is just in full blast of some kind of vent. Um, So what I like to say is, A, try to keep your cello in a case because at least it's some protection against it. And if that's not the case, then at least try your best to keep it out of direct uh, line of air or direct line of sunlight. Um, It's something just to double check because I think most people don't even think that, oh, my AC could affect my, um, my instrument or my heat could affect my instrument. But it is something that can affect it. Um, next thing to check, I would say, is check your strings themselves, the, the strings, the A, D, G, and C. What you want to check for is, is there any fraying bits? So especially when... Uh, it's been on your cello for a long time, you may start to notice that the strings themselves might start to get a little bit unraveled. Um, This might be especially true on the string closest towards the scroll, so the upper part that like lays across the nut of the cello. Um, It can definitely start to get unraveled or stretched out. Um, And you might want to just double check that Again, if it's a rental, maybe ask the store about it as well because oftentimes they'll make sure that you have good strings on it and it's not just going to like snap in your face. But unraveling um, can be dangerous. I mean, in a way that it could break while you're playing. So it's something that you can check. And if it's in your budget, I would recommend changing them. Um, Depending on how much you play your cello um, and what kind of pieces you play on your cello, Um, eventually you're going to want to change your strings um, so that you can get the best sound that you can out of your cello. But, you know, cello strings are expensive. (laughs) If there are any string sponsors out there, please let me know and hit me up in the the DMs or uh, send me an email because cello strings, no joke, are very expensive. Um, to replace all the strings. So even for myself, I don't change them as often as I should. Um, And when you do change them, you can definitely notice a significant change in tone quality and in resonance when you do. Um, And if you can, great. If you can't, well, you have to make do with what you have. But I will say it is good to just check visually to see that Um, your strings are in good form so that you can at least optimize the sound out of your string. Next up, I've already mentioned this, but again, just to emphasize, check your bow hair on your bow. Is there too little? Is there uh, issues tightening? Um, Are you rosining your bow, but it's not holding on to the rosin? 
um, different things like that, I think you need to double check and make sure you do not fix it yourself. I know a lot of people um, who have talked about like clean your bow hair and then it will suddenly work again. And I would not recommend that. I would avoid touching the bow hair as much as possible. Um, and if it doesn't work, then you just you need it to get rehaired. Um, and you need to uh, just double check things like your rosin is in good shape. Um, but more likely than not, your, your bow is probably needing a rehair. For cellos, if you are not using a rock stop, or maybe you are using a rock stop, but your end pinpoint doesn't have like a rubber stopper at the end of it, it's a good time to check your cello tip. Um, most of the time, I would say like 98% of the time, I'm using a rock stop. Um, but there's occasionally a few times where it's just nice to be able to stab the floor and uh, be able to have your cello hold that way instead of dealing with a rock stop. But over time, that rock stop is going to get dull. Um, you know, it just fades away unless you have a carbon fiber tip, um, which just requires a special end pin to have that, which I do not have. Um, then you really do have to get your cello end pin tip sharpened. And I know I've done it myself a couple times, um, but it I often find it's just more efficient just to take it again to the shop and tell them I need my end pin tip sharpened and they'll sharpen it um, and it will be good to go. I think the big thing here is um, there are some things that are okay for you to try to maintain, things that you can control, but basically the big things like if there are cracks, uh, if your cello got super dirty with a lot of rosin on it, um, if there are any things that you yourself cannot fix, then be sure to take it into the shop. Don't be afraid to take it into the shop just to double check. Um, I've heard far too often about some students who take it upon themselves to clean their own instruments with special liquids that were given to them from the shop or something like that, or just some random person or a friend who recommended to use this. Um, or, uh, you know, oh, if your sound sounds a little off, just, you know, do a few taps here and there and you'll be fine. Um, I don't think that that is good advice. <laughs> I myself, um, I just make sure to wipe down my instrument after I play each time, not with my bare hand, but with a cloth, nice, soft, clean cloth. Um, and in terms of that, I think that's very effective. Um, I think using your bare hand or bare skin to clean anything dealing with your instrument is just not good practice because our skin holds on to different oils. I mean, if you put lotion on at all, um, it'll get all over your instrument and then you're going to wonder why uh, certain things about your instrument aren't working well. And sometimes it's just because it accumulates gunk from us. Uh, so definitely do not use any liquids or anything uh, to clean your instrument, just use a soft, clean cloth, and that should be more than enough um, to keep your instrument in good shape. Um, I do know some people take their instruments into the shop for a good polishing, but then, 
you know, the shop does that, <laughs> not themselves. Um, and I'm sure they have specialized liquids and cleaning things to make sure that they maintain the integrity of the instrument while they're cleaning it. There's definitely going to be moments where you may just wonder, like, is this really the instrument or is this me? Um, but I would say it's always good practice at least once a year to take your instrument in to get it checked out by either the shop you rented it at or a luthier that you trust or that your friend has recommended. Um, it is totally worth it to make sure that um, your instrument is in good shape so that you can create the best tone and sound and performance that you can. So that's my take on things to check for your instrument on a regular basis. I hope that you found this episode helpful and um, perhaps a little bit eye-opening in terms of how are you taking care of your instrument every year. And definitely subscribe to this podcast if you find that these episodes are helpful. Um, I love to just talk about things that are useful in terms of playing the cello or just music in general. And I always appreciate all of your support um, and the comments and the reviews. So if you get a chance to, I would love for you guys to uh, shoot me out a review. All right, guys, until next time, cello on. <laughs>